0: And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. It's okay. You can admit it. You're skeptical about all my commercials about SaveWithConrad.com. So was Nathan in Fairfield, Pennsylvania. He left us a five-star review over at conradreviews.com. And here's what he had to say. I've been hearing the ads for save with Conrad on his podcast network for years, but I was skeptical about it being able to benefit me. Well, what was I wrong? The process was quick, easy. And has put my family in a better place. The service delivers all that is promised quick and easy as advertised. That's really what we do, Nathan. And thank you for your business. We greatly appreciate it at SaveWithConrad.com. right now we can save your family. Just like we did. Nathan's skeptics are allowed and welcome, but if you've got a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, there's never been a better time to take advantage of this opportunity than right now. What we're talking about is saving tens of thousands of dollars from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to get dressed up in a three piece suit for a two hour appointment across town with a banker. Check it out right now. Save with conrad.com. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time, but what you're really getting is the peace of mind of knowing that you've got the best deal for your family with my family at save with conrad.com. NMLS number six, five, zero eight, four equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Come on, let's take a summer vacation from house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't
1: believe it. We are in the last week of July already, and before you know it, the kids will be back in school and the summer will be over. But what's not over is the value you continue to have access to over at AdFreeShows.com. It's full steam ahead, and with your favorite podcasts early and ad-free, plus those can't-miss interactive experiences and all the bonus content. Just this month alone, the ad-free show's members were treated to extra content, with Kurt Angle discussing his last match in WWE against Sabu prior to joining TNA. Then JR stopped by and relived Hulk Hogan's iconic heel turn at Bash at the Beach, Then we had Eric Bischoff grace us with his presence to watch along as Cactus Jack battled Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff in a Falls Count Anywhere four-star match. And you don't want to miss what Eric had to share about the very talented Mr. Wonderful. So do it now. Sign up and begin working your way through the archives. We have both audio and video options. So whether you're back to commuting or have time to relax on the couch with your favorite mobile device, it's all available at your fingertips right now over at adfreeshows.com. Welcome to something to
2: wrestle with. Richard. Well, you know. That's not a rib. She pooted. She pooted. What a rib. No, you but a me There's no box of gimmicks. Rumor and innuendo. I don't deal in rumor and innuendo. And was he there? I was there. Say I some I don't give a
1: shit. I ain't scared I ain't scared of shit. Fuck you, Bruce. Ah love you. <laughs>
0: But an egg, so They're on your the Google
2: machine. Goddamn, kid! Goddamn it! What the hell show you got there? I need more. Oh <gasps> yeah! What say you, Ronel? Now, and now something to wrestle with. gone Bruce Pritchard He, the second most recognized athlete in the entire world today. Oh. Conrad, Bones oh, said.
0: Say about that. Well, hey, man, tell the yeah, my shorts look good tonight. Yeah, so good. Yeah, that's cool. Welcome to wrestle, man. World title, man. Welcome to something to wrestle with. Something to wrestle with. Something Something to wrestle with. with. Bruce Pritchard. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Bruce, how are you, man?
2: Yeah, I'm fine. You put me in a mood, man. You're you're all down. You're grumpy. You're sending me sad faces across the the universe of the skype area thing here. And and now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. People don't listen to to, to sad Connie. Well, no one listening. Hey, Hey, it's Conrad Thompson. And you're listening to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Hey Bruce, how the hell are you doing? All right, guys, it's a beautiful day here in Huntsville, Alabama. Let me tell you about the sun shining through. I can barely see my eyes for the rays of the sun.
0: Well, we're talking about one of the bright spots of WWE today. One of the founding members of TNA ladies and gentlemen, it's Trish Stratus. This is the episode that we've been trying to do for a long, long time, Bruce. And I'm excited. Oh, so very excited. It's finally here. It's Trish. I'm going to need your help on this part though. Patricia. And am I saying this right? Strategius, Strategius, Strategius. born Weak. on December 18th, 1975 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. A lot of great wrestling talent has come through WWE from Canada. I think it's something in the water up there. What's going on up there? How do they keep making them
2: cold? What else are they going to do? You know, this is the second week in the row in a row that you've made me disc Canada and I love Canada. And you look at some of the greatest wrestlers that have ever stepped foot in a wrestling ring anywhere in the world. Come from Canada.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, I think Trish is a longtime wrestling fan. She grew up loving Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage who didn't. And the first mention of Trish in wrestling folklore, I believe is, uh, in an interview she had with off the record with Michael Landsberg in January of 99 Meltzer would recap this in the observer back then that she was a fitness model, but she was interviewed about joining the WWF as a
2: valet.
0: How and, and when did Trish first get on the WWE's radar?
2: Well, in a couple of different ways, uh, she was a fitness model. And some of the guys that would do the fitness shows would always come back and go, Hey, there's this girl. She really wants to be a wrestler. She's looking to train. Great look. Maybe you'd be interested in her. Uh, I mean, I remember Billy Gunn bringing her card to me, Ron Simmons bringing her card to me. um, And then Carl DeMarco, who Carl DeMarco was a guy that ran Canada for us. Carl came in one day and says, Hey, uh, Trish Stratus came in and uh, here she is, so it was on three or four different fronts that we had recommendations for Trish. So thought, well shit, let's let's give it a try. She's a beautiful young lady. let's see what she's got. obviously very athletic. and with without a doubt, had a passion for the business, without ever you know being one day in it. she, was convinced that that's what she wanted to do.
0: I think it's cool when people, uh, have success in other areas of their life, but their passion is wrestling and they come over. Was this a long recruitment or was she just itching to get the opportunity?
2: I think it was a longer recruitment to get us on board more than anything.
0: Well, what was and the hesitation? I mean, Vince for years and years has the, loved, you know, this look, right?
2: No, nah, it just was the fact that. We weren't really equipped. So we thought for, uh, training from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, Tom had some folks in the studio and, uh, Trish was in Canada, but there's a guy by the name of Ron Etchison, uh, in Canada or Ron Etchison, Ron Hutchinson. Hutchinson, Yeah. It's his name. Ronnie Etchison is Hutchinson
0: listens to the show, by the way. I know. Okay, sorry. I mean, it,
2: I love Ron Hutchison, well, You would think, since but, you know
0: so goddamn much, you'd know how to pronounce his fucking name.
2: No, I wasn't pronouncing his name. I misspoke, Conrad. And there's a fucking guy named Ronnie Etcheson that used to work the fucking mm. territory.
0: Yeah, you got to get All hot right? about it. You I made
2: what? a goddamn honest mistake.
0: You don't have to get it's hot a about mistake.
2: it. I misspoke. I apologize because I would never disparage Mr. Hutchinson's fine work. I think he's actually one of the uh, best trainers of talent. You know, he trained edge, he trained uh, Christian. So I think there's credentials speak for himself. And on top of that, he's a wonderful human being. He made up for mispronouncing his name. I didn't mispronounce his fucking name. It's another person. Hey, you- I just in my head. I, I saw the other person for a minute. Look it up. Ronnie Etchison.
0: Okay, Tom, you don't have to get upset about it.
2: You're not looking it up.
0: No, I'm typing with my finger meats right now. All right, man, listen up. Isn't it time to start feeling better? Well, that's what our friends' feels are all about. You see, CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. CBD is going to help you relieve pain, nervousness, sleeplessness, and all of that without the harmful side effects. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's also hassle-free and can be delivered directly to your door. If you're not familiar, CBD can naturally, naturally folks help you reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, but best of all, without the hangover and there's no addiction. This has been a game changer for me. I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, I have a a knee injury that I probably should have had taken care of a long time ago, but I'm just hesitant to go under the knife, so so to speak. So I've turned to CBD, but feels has been a game changer for everybody in my life. Lois Shivani is finally sleeping all the way through the night and it's because of feels. All you do is drop a, a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. Now, the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and really everyone's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience and find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use out of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy and you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to fields.com slash wrestle, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash wrestle to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's fields.com slash wrestle. Hey, let me ask you. Yeah. The rumor is. Why call me Tom? Uh, so oh cool. sure. no, no, I didn't call you the wrong I, name. Hey, yeah, I just did. confused you with another guy. Uh, you know, I know oh, a Tom yeah. Pritchard too.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And I was just confusing. No, you. well,
2: see, that would have been a different last name. You would have gone with Bruce Swayze or somebody like that. I don't know a
0: Bruce Swayze, yeah. but I know a Tom oh. Pritchard. I'll get him okay. on the phone if you want. Okay. Good. Uh, the rumor in innuendo is that Trish was also talking to WCW. Did you hear that?
2: No, I, I never heard that. I'm, I'm sure that's the same people that went to the fitness shows from WCW probably were interested in Trish as well. And that she probably went to them looking for any way to get into the business. So that wouldn't surprise me at all, but I never heard that.
0: I know, you know, we're going to talk about how Trish is going to become one of the bona fide WWE hall of fame in ring performers, but she comes in as a valet at first. Was that always the plan? Because you sort of. Um, I don't know, hinted around that maybe the hesitation or the, the holdup in the recruitment period was you weren't sure how to train her, but from a valet standpoint, that's a, that's a lot easier deal to train than an in-ring performer.
2: It was also a way to get her into the mix. Um, because in order to train her, if we wanted to bring her over to the States to train her, you would have to go through the green card issues and immigration and what have you to bring her in as a performer. And to bring her in as a valet that got her into the system and got her going a lot faster. And the deal was that we would introduce her this way and she would train. And she did train with Ron Hutchison, not to be confused with Ronnie Etcheson. Um, and that, that's how she learned how to work and she learned how it was on the job training.
0: Here's a, a write up from uh, December of '99. Fitness model Trish Stratus, who was backstage at WCW's Mayhem pay per view and worked on the law wrestling radio slash internet show, has been signed to a three year developmental deal with the idea that she'd be an in ring wrestler with the proviso that no nudity is
2: involved. Proviso. proviso. I was, I helped you out with uh, strategy as a proviso. proviso.
0: Tomato. Tomato. Tom. Bruce. Stratus no, has that's been that's training for about six weeks in Toronto places. with Ron Etchinson, uh, but has been interested in doing wrestling for a lot longer than that. I'm, I'm fascinated by this. No nudity clause. Had she seen where you girl, I mean, I don't understand that. Talk me through that.
2: Was this well, is that something that she did with WCW yeah. so she's at WCW's pay-per-view and had signed or is that by the time she had signed with us? She signed with you. I, I she I never because it's from Dave Meltzer, so it's probably factually incorrect. Bruce, was
0: this about Playboy or because y'all were like asking Miss Jackie to take her top off and you had Miss no, Kitty taking I, her top off? Or,
2: yeah, and I doubt there was no-nudity clause. She probably said, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do Playboy or something like that. But
0: who would have uh helped push Trish to go train with Ron? Um I think he called him Etchinson. Well, that have been uh, Hutchinson
2: is his name. Damn it. I know that him. he
0: listens to the show. Uh, yeah. but I'm just, you know, you called him that. So I'm just going to lean into that chat. No, me I sure. I get it, Tom. So tell me though, is, does she find hey, Ron on her own or is it people in Toronto or who were directing her or, or do you sure guys, people reco- in Toronto, was I'm it your recommendation? Toronto. As far as you know, it wasn't WWE influence. that sent her to that's what I'm trying to pin down.
2: Probably was because Ronnie was local in Toronto and in trained edge and Christian and have a good reputation.
0: Are you getting updates from Ron? I mean, not you personally, but is, is he sort of calling in like we would hear later in developmental from OVW, that there would be reports coming back and forth about how folks are progressing. Do you get anything like that for Trish?
2: No, Ronnie didn't work for us.
0: Uh, do you remember how the, uh, the whole plan came together with putting her with test and Albert. The rumor and innuendo is that she was pitched or at least one of the ideas from creative was what if she was a porn star and what if she was paired with Val Venus,
2: never heard that.
0: So how did the whole thing with test and Albert come together?
2: It was test first of all, uh, from the Canadian connection and that, uh, they're both from the same place. It felt like, okay. And then with Albert test and Albert were a team, just thought that God, give them some panache, give them a beautiful woman to come out with them and have people look at them. So it was, it was a pretty, is a pretty handsome pair. I think when you look at it.
0: She debuts on Sunday night heat, March 19th, 2000. She's going to start scouting Test and Albert during their matches. And the next night on Monday night, raw TNA is formed. Uh, Quote, Stratus announced her new TNA team. Her delivery of the interview all of a sudden made such lucid talkers as Sable, BB, and Terry look like the rock. Her lines she was giving were lame to begin with, but even with fair warning, no words can describe how bad her performance was. Of course, that's Meltzer's opinion, man. Uh, chat me up though. Were you... Do you think she was just nervous? I mean, that's understandable, right? If you've been a big fan of this and now you're under the bright lights, it's live TV, probably a sold out crowd. It's a lot of pressure for a newcomer.
2: Sure it is. I don't care who you are. If it's the first time that you're doing it, you're on worldwide television, global television, and you're given a microphone. So all the things that you have in your mind and your head is exactly how you're going to do it. No matter how many times that you've rehearsed it in front of the mirror. Now it's real life, kid. You're on pal. We're live. So yeah, I'm sure there were a lot of bugs. It wasn't the greatest promo in the whole wide world. Um, but she was green. They all were.
0: When, when they come back through the curtain is Vince trying or, or someone there trying to encourage them because they know when it was a stinker. Right. And you don't want somebody who you have a lot of hope for to get too discouraged too quickly. Right?
2: Yeah. It's totally a encouragement thing and trying to help them get better, telling them what they did right and what they did wrong and just encourage them. Tell them what to do the next time that they're out there called teaching.
0: Her pay-per-view debut is WrestleMania 2000. She's going to manage test and Albert against the team of head cheese. Of course that's Al snow and Steve Blackman. Uh, Bruce, what's your favorite head cheese match?
2: Yeah. You know what? Al Snow and uh, Blackman was quite the team. They really and truly were. Because when you go back and you look at it, Al's a hell of a worker. Yep. And Steve was a hell of a, uh, that's what you drove me to do. Um, Steve was a hell of a talent as well, but just didn't have as much charisma. Al had all the charisma, and together they were kind of a odd couple that, they worked well together as a, a team. And I have to say that my, my favorite match with them would have to be against. Let me think if I remember the team's name, uh, yeah. TNA. you, uh, that's called going around the A to get to the T
0: you just opened two cans inside of 12 minutes.
2: They're they're yeah, different well, cans.
0: See, what was the first can
2: that's none of your business?
0: Well, it's a, it's a, it's a shiny can. compared to the diet Coke can, which was the second one. What is the first can that one? Oh, wait a minute. You drank
2: a diet Pepsi then a diet Coke. I I don't don't offend anybody. I drink everything. How did you do that? My lessons.
0: I don't understand how that comes to be. I thought people usually were either a diet Coke person or a diet Pepsi person. I've heard of going to a restaurant, ordering one thing. They say, sorry, we don't have that. We have this, is that okay? Your family buys both diet Pepsi and diet Coke and you drink them back to back. Yep. That says that explains a lot of yeah.
2: That please everybody, man. Or no I'm a one pleaser. It's what I do County. It's
0: a fact that a child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Sadly, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Unintentionally, leaving a child in a car is a tragedy, and it can happen to anyone. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat to help you remember that your child is still in the car. If your partner or caregiver is taking your child to daycare, check with them or the childcare staff to make sure that the child was dropped off. And when you've arrived at your destination, always check to make sure the car is empty. Heat stroke deaths are preventable. When adults take the proper precautions, be safe and always look for your baby before you lock paid for by NHTSA, who who have you pleased recently
2: you in what regard? I was relatively on time today.
0: That's relatively true. Okay. That's my favorite thing is you say on time. Doesn't that
2: make you happy? T- Doesn't that make you smile it, and be happy? i Did you want the french fry? french fry. Come
0: on. I know you did the book It tickles me that. You pick the time and you pick the days (laughs) and you're still late, but then you're like, I bet I made you happy since I was less late. It's like the Michael PS Hayes (laughs) thing of, Hey, if you're going to be late to a show, but don't be 10 minutes late, be two hours late. So they're just glad you're there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But see, I, you know, that I know what was going through your head. As soon as you read the first line of my text. Well, I saw, I got a
0: text 20 minutes before we were supposed to record. I didn't even read the rest. I was like, he'll call me later. I don't even want to read it. I know the deal.
2: Oh, that hurts. Well, if uh, you had read it, you would have understood.
0: Yeah. But there's a line in there about injuries. Like, like there's an injured reserve at your house. What happened is you stubbed your toe, making an omelet this morning or something. That's what No, nah,
2: nah, 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 nah. I got Vinnie here to do that. Now you I actually didn't even do it. They went out and got me stuff.
0: Or do you want to let the audience know? who? No, Vinny is?
2: no, no. Amber told me not to talk about her on the show. No, she told me to talk about her on the show, but I'm not going to talk about her cause I don't do that.
0: What does, uh, what does young Vinnie do? Oh. You know, I just realized something. My sister's hanging around with a guy named Vinny too. Yeah. How do we both have Vinnies in our life in the same calendar month?
2: Kind of scary, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Can I, yeah. can I start referring to Amber's new boyfriend as no. my cousin Vinny? No. Okay. TNA begins a feud with the, uh, Dudley's and it's going to lead to Trish's first big bump on TV. It's a power bomb through a table on the backlash pay-per-view. Quote, she apparently has asked for Bubba to not protect her as obviously as he's done with the other women, so she'd take more of the bump, which he was a little reluctant to do, but agreed to do, as she wanted to get over as someone who can do her own stunts. So we're gonna go from you're a valet and we're gonna try to teach you the business, and you're gonna go train with Ron Etchinson. But oh by the way. We're ready for you to get power bombed off the top rope.
2: Yeah, she was ready. She wanted to do it. That's what she wanted to do. I, Trish was looking to fast track as, as as quickly as she could and prove to people that she's tough and she's not a girly girl.
0: What's the telltale sign for when, you know, someone's ready to get power bombed off the top rope.
2: Jesus Christ. Dixie Carter did it. But how
0: did you know Dixie's ready? You could just look well, at it. I wasn't
2: there. So I don't know. I, I don't think Dixie was ready, frankly.
0: She, uh, she also takes a stink face from Rikishi during the summer. This is, uh, You're you, got, welcome. you guys are putting her through the paces here.
2: Uh, again, man, it was, Trish was one of the boys. Trish fit in, I think relatively quickly and was willing to do whatever it took to get the job done. She was, she was a hard worker, man. She was like, didn't say no to anything. It was like, she looked at every opportunity. It's just that an opportunity to grow and to do more. And she had a passion for the business, a love for the business that was contagious. It it was, you know, sometimes when you see someone that you hadn't seen in a long time and you, and you go back working with Trish for, at least for me, Was always a pleasure because she had the attitude of, okay, great. Yeah. Let's do that. And, or she would, you had to pull her back more than anything because she would always want to do what if we did this? What if we did that? So I appreciate that.
0: Talk to me a little bit about why you put her with Val Venus a few months later, it feels like, uh, you're doing this because he's feuding with Eddie Guerrero and Eddie has China and you just need to sort of level that up or even that up, even the sides up.
2: Yeah, the story fit fit that at the time. And so, we were also, you know, again, I think from Trish's point of view, Trish was looking at Trish wanted to be a worker. And Trish wanted to wrestle and Trish wanted to be in the ring, not just a valet. So she was looking for any and every opportunity that she could to prove that she was worthy of that.
0: Talk to me about, uh, her in-ring debut. It's a SmackDown taping in Memphis. It's test Albert and Trish against the Hardy's and Lita. I mean, a six man is probably the, the right way to introduce anyone who's new to the ring, right?
2: Hey, it's a lot easier. Yeah. When, when you're out there with a bunch of people that you trust and you have guys that know what the hell they're doing, then yeah, if you're green and it's your first time be out there with as many experienced people as you possibly can.
0: Uh, we're going to go ahead and have uh and Trish do a singles street fight match on raw. It's going to end in a minute and 22 seconds when Lita hits her with the moonsault, and then she's going to take Trish's shirt off and Steven Richards as part of the RTC is going to come out to cover her up. You probably want to cur- keep her first match on TV short. And if you can add some, some Gaga, like a street fight, maybe it makes a little easy,
2: easier. Well, you know, again, you're not sure what you have yeah. and now you don't have all the dressing around it. So you want to protect the talent as much as you possibly can. And it wasn't beautiful, but it wasn't horrible either.
0: Of course, the ratings are going banana. Every time we have Lish uh, Lish, Lish Lita and Trish on TV. So they get the main event of raw, uh, rock's going to team with Lita to face triple H and Trish with Trish being pinned by Lita after the moonsault and afterwards rock lays out triple H who lands in a 69 position with Trish. This is a interesting way to go off the air, huh? Or close this scene.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. The next TV company,
0: the next TV is the infamous moment where triple H is working with Trish backstage and Stephanie interrupts. Of course, San
2: Antonio, uh, Texas.
0: You remember this scene? Tell me about it.
2: I remember this scene. I remember the the whole thing shooting it upstairs, in the uh, in Vince's office. As a matter of fact, it was a TV office, but it was upstairs on the second floor of the uh, Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum. And we just the the number of different things that you could do that you could get innocently caught on, um, just kept kept rolling out. And uh, thank God I didn't produce it. Um, but it was, it was an awful lot of fun. Just trying to, you know, getting to that point, getting to that point of, uh, the, the scene with Stephanie walking in on him and, the uh, reversing the hammer lock and shit like that. It was, I thought that was great TV. It still works to this day. Trade pros,
1: whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next-day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you.
0: For her to be in this main event mixed tag with Rock and Hunter and then doing a backstage skit, with Hunter and Stephanie, Vince sees money in Trish right away. Doesn't he?
2: Yeah. Because again, she, she continually. And when I say continually got better, she got better every day, right? Every time that you gave her, she got better. It wasn't, you didn't have to tell her the same thing twice. She would improve upon it, and you know, you would find other things and let her know, and she would improve upon those things every single week.
0: Eventually, we see uh, Trish and Val team up to take on Eddie and China at SummerSlam. The winner of the match is going to become the Intercontinental Champion. China actually pins Trish to win the belt, even though Val is the champion some pretty smart creative here is you don't beat Val Eddie doesn't win it and China becomes the intercontinental champ everybody wins right
2: yeah and it was unique because I don't think anybody saw it. well I think people might have seen China winning but I don't think anybody saw it happening that way you know what I mean I think they thought, oh goddamn they're gonna have her pin Val Venus for the championship or what have you or some other kind of gaga and it was it was a clever way to get the championship on China and move forward.
0: And we should mention the result of this match is Val's going to dump Trish, uh, because you know, he feels like she cost him his intercontinental title, but probably not the best decision he made in K Fabe. Right, let's keep it going here. Trish is going to hang around with TNA for the rest of the year, but she's probably outgrown the tag team by this point. Wouldn't you agree?
2: I think she was the team at that point.
0: Yeah. We get to, um, talk about another off the record interview. This Landsberg stuff, man, this was, uh, this was another thing back in the day that, you know, would make headlines. China's going to bury Trish on an interview here when he says that she was hired just for her looks, which I guess is kind of interesting because I think you could argue that, well, so was China. How much heat was on China after this comment? And was there a problem between the two?
2: Well, I think from China's point of view, she was doing this in a character. And it was, you know, ribbing on the square, if you will, and, and trying to be uh, the character that people, that she perceived people to see her as. And as you say, yeah, China was brought in strictly on her look. And different look. Trish was brought in. For her potential, yes, definitely for her look, but also for her potential as an athlete and a a fitness model that did have a following, hopefully bring that following into the business. And then she wanted to learn. She had a desire to learn and was getting better every single day. So it doesn't matter how they get in. It's how they stay in. And Trish stayed in and busted her ass to be as good as she was.
0: Uh, next up, we're going to see, uh, Trish break away from TNA. a at this point, is this Trish asking for that? Is this just the way the cookie crumbles and that's the way the creative landed? What do you remember about how we, we break them up as a team?
2: Well, you listen to the audience when the audience is cheering more for the person on the outside of the ring and they're reacting more to what they're doing than the people that they're managing or valeting for that, that tells you something and that told us that Trish the people wanted more Trish. So take her away from at that point. I think that, uh, test and Albert may have been an anchor around Trish's neck. And instead of her being able to fly, it was, she was kind of anchored with them at that point. So you needed to remove that anchor.
0: Well, when we remove the anchor, we're going to, we're going to put her with Vince McMahon. And, uh, this is a decision that's been criticized by quote unquote, smart fans over the years. Whose idea was this creative? What do you remember about it?
2: What year was this? Oh, one, 2001 Uh, this was, you know, I'm going to say it was probably, you know, on that Tommy Blanche, Brian Gewertz era where they were coming up with some fun shit. So I. I wasn't as involved day to day with creative at that time. So it was, it was something I'm sure that one of those two came up with.
0: Did you do any of their, uh, their pre tapes together?
2: I did a few, but not, not a whole lot because I was doing a lot of talent relations and kind of winding that up at the time.
0: So the creative is, uh, as a reminder, this is early Oh one and Vince is quote unquote cheating on Linda. And, uh, it's going to lead to some, some hurt feelings with Stephanie. Of course, Stephanie is going to start, try to punish Trish and put her in matches with Jacqueline. Uh, and then that builds to Stephanie versus Trish at no way out. 2001 Meltzer would say Stephanie pinned Trish in eight minutes and 30 seconds. This match was a miracle. Vince setting set it up, telling Regal, you know what to do, but Regal had no clue what that meant. Stratus took all the real bumps, the moves they did like clotheslines, DDTs and power bombs all looked decent. It at no point looked any worse than China. And at some points may have been better. They did the requisite stuff with Trish's shorts being pulled off, showing her thong panties, but no shirts were pulled off. Regal came out and tripped referee, Jimmy Corderas and put Stratus on top and then put McMahon's leg on the ropes and informed the ref Stratus was mad and slapped Regal. Regal gave her a neck breaker and left allowing McMahon to get the pin. After the match, Vince said he wanted a tag match with he and Trish against Regal and Stephanie two and a quarter stars. I do love the, the creative of Vince telling Regal, you know what to do. Wink, wink, but Regal, not knowing what to do, so. I'm going to make it like I'm helping one girl but then immediately help her out of it. It was fun. Like, okay, I'll do something for both cuz I don't know who he meant there, his daughter or his quote unquote love interest. Nice little uh twist there.
2: It really was. That, to me, I think it was a fun time and it, it's kind of where in many respects the creative took a turn into a little more fun and having situations like this with a lot more story depth into it. And again, I, I go back and I, I credit guys like the and Blancha that were, you know, doing a lot of the creative at that time.
0: Well, what's next is the, uh, more uncomfortable segment of our show today in hindsight, probably not the best decision creatively, uh, didn't age well, but different time. As we like to say, it's the famous promo or maybe infamous promo where Vince McMahon is uh, yelling at Trish to take her top off and bark like a dog. And of course we're doing this just to add context. Vince is the bad guy here. We want people to boo him and that's a pretty surefire way to make that happen in hindsight, maybe not the best idea.
2: No. And again, this was in character, Mr. McMahon, and you also have to remember over 20 years ago, um, you go back on it, it. Doesn't age well at all. No. Um, but you ever, you ever watch the show succession on HBO?
0: Absolutely. I do.
2: Okay. Well, there, there's the scene where they're, they're in the castle and he has everybody, you know, come on, go over there up, oh, wrong answer, go over there and, and, get down like a dog or whatever. And, and all that shit, it, it, it's.
0: He's evil, he's, and he's trying to, uh, to. He's evil,
2: and he's manipulating and showing his power over everyone.
0: He wants to humiliate her.
2: He wants to humiliate her, and he wants to make her pay for whatever wrong that, in his mind, he perceived that she did as the character. So it was a lot of great storytelling, and again, in particular, that scene. Nah, it doesn't age well because it needs an awful lot of context around it. For people to understand, how did they get here? If you look at it all by itself. Oh my God, that's terrible. When you look at it in context and you look at the end and you see the happy ending at the end, then you understand
0: if you're keeping up with wrestling these days on social media, specifically Twitter, man, it feels like the, uh, the battle lines have been drawn and a lot of wrestling fans feel like they have to pick a side. And I think the result of that sort of mentality is there's like a double standard, you know, if one company does something, the other guys jump on it. But if their favorite company did it, it would be okay. That double standard just, uh, man, that sucks. And you know, who else sucks? Those big box retailers who take care of all your auto parts in your neighborhood, here's what I'm talking about. If you cruise down there and you've got your name on your shirt, because you're a professional mechanic. They're going to give you a better deal than if, say, I wandered in as a do-it-yourselfer. I'm going to pay up to twice as much for the same parts. That's not fair. That's crazy. Why in the world, when I pay twice as much for the same part, I don't? I go to RockAuto.com. You see, RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to RockAuto.com and shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And by the way, they have everything you could ever need. there: engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, hell. They even have a new carpet for your car. Now this isn't just for your classic cars. Although they do have that, I bought my dad, a, an old school Corvette four or five years ago, and man, we go to rockauto.com. Anytime he needs something. It is the only place we know we can find everything. This is also perfect for your daily driver. So if you've got a late model something or other that needs a little something, rockauto.com can hook you up in just a few easy clicks. And by the way, this is delivered directly to your door. You see the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. So easy that even my dad can do it. And you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, the specs, and the prices that you prefer. But best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Do me a favor. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you find what you're looking for, just write WRESTLE in their Hide Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. It's rockauto.com. Meltzer would say it's a takeoff of an old wrestling angle where the heels make life hell for a face because they've got something on them. And the longer, the better until the face finally rebels. I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, in a different way, you did stuff like this once upon a time with Virgil and the million dollar man, but the dynamic changes when it's a man and a woman, but still Canada does not allow the segment to air on TV. Bob Costas eventually interviews Vince later and asks him about the segment in one of those uh more infamous Vince interviews on HBO. In hindsight, this was probably more trouble than it's worth, right?
2: I think in hindsight, you know, you can look at it through whatever vision you want to look at it. At the time, it was a story and it was a storyline with fictional characters. And that's what it was. And if you want to take it, and try and analyze it and make it something more than that, then that's up to you and that's your prerogative.
0: Uh, talk to me a little bit about um, Trish when this is being put together. Does she have any objections or is she in on the gag and knows, hey, it's a character? Who gives a shit? Let's go be funny.
2: Yeah, Trish looked at it as an opportunity to be involved in a storyline and to be involved in a story with one of the top heels ever in the industry. So yes, Trish looked at this as a great opportunity to be able to go out and show her acting chops and be a part of this mega story that she was a huge part of,
0: we get to WrestleMania and Trish gets one of the biggest pops when she turns on Vince and slaps him in his match against Shane McMahon. Of course, Linda tops her pop just by awakening from this comatose, uh, state And ta-da, she stands up, does the low blow. And man, even before she did that, just Linda waking up, so to speak and standing up, what a pop, you know, it's, it's easy in hindsight to look back and say, oh, they shouldn't have did this or they shouldn't have did that. But this big payoff here made it all worth it.
2: Well, that's what I'm talking about. When you go to the, when you take the story all the way to the end Yes, and then you see how Trish was helping Linda. In bringing Linda around and how they were both in on it because of the horrible things that Mr. McMahon, the character, had done to them. And to get that come up in that moment, it was it was beautiful. And I always go back and guys want to hear, a, you know, you talk about a Road Warrior pop. Well, let's be real, folks. Let's talk about a Linda McMahon pop because that was deafening. And that was one of those moments of holy shit where you just get a smile on your face and go, yeah, they dug that one.
0: Really a pretty special moment. And we should just add context to this in a span of a year, Trish has gone from managing Test and Albert to being part of Vince versus Shane at WrestleMania, pretty big time rise for a first year person in the business.
2: Absolutely. And that just goes to the fortitude of Trish, you know, fighting, getting better at every single turn and. Being ready for whatever was thrown at her.
0: So I'm ready for what's next. And it's going to be teaming with Lita against Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson from WCW and invasion in a double bra and panties match. Times were different boys and girls They
2: sure were man. Good Lord.
0: She hurts her ankle, which puts her on the shelf until the fall when she returns at survivor series for the six pack women's challenge to win her first WWE women's title. This is the reintroduction of the title after China leaves and what a way to reintroduce her into the fold. She comes back and wins the strap, man. That's awesome.
2: It was, and and, you know, there was a groundswell Trish had a hell of a following and the audience really liked her. So it was a way to bring her back. It was unfortunate, her injury, but it was a way to bring her back and bring her right back in on top.
0: We should also mention that she's going to start a feud with jazz over the title and dropped the belt to her, uh, before WrestleMania in her hometown of Toronto. She's going to take on jazz and Lita in a three way, but she doesn't win the title and I think a lot of people probably assumed she was going to win it back because you're in Toronto, but why? She, well, I think people are looking for, Hey, here's a, a baby face and she's over and we're in her hometown. I think a lot of fans bought tickets, not a lot of fans. There were fans who bought tickets thinking. Hey, Trisha's going to win back. She's our little hometown hero or
2: whatever. Those people in Toronto. What about the people worldwide globally? What about the guy in Knoxville, Tennessee? What about the little girl in Germany? I, it, it's a global, it's it's a global brand that plays all over the world. And, you know, wherever we are emanating from sometimes plays a big part, but something, I just don't think that. Okay. Well, we're in someone's hometown. Well, by God, they've got to win.
0: I I agree. In hindsight, you should have had Sid beat Sean at rumble 97. I mean, why run a dome show in Texas and San Antonio for Sean, for him to win the belt back?
2: Fuck that. Because that's why, that's why it was done. It's a completely different story. Conrad, we didn't run Toronto because Trish was going to be in a fucking triple threat. <laughs>
0: I like when you get fired up. So what you do
2: well, is get fired up, God damn it!
0: You have you, you have her win the hardcore title by pinning Crash Holly.
2: I apologize to those of you that are maybe offended with that. I hate that. I hate. Well, let's let's make our language better on this show.
0: I'm fucking for it, really.
2: Okay, me too.
0: But I'll tell you this: you're gonna have to pick a side here. Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi? I've never seen somebody drink them back to back like this. Did you run out of Diet Pepsi?
2: I got Diet Dr Pepper up next, dog.
0: Was that the last Diet Pepsi, or are there more in the household? Oh yeah, there are more. Yeah, man, you're just switching midstream. That's right weird.
2: the Diet Coke and the Diet Dr Pepper.
0: This would be like if me and you went to the bar and the
2: Diet Schweppes ginger ale.
0: Hypothetically, if you and I and went down to the boot, I'm just gonna keep things. talking. I don't fucking care. And, and you like start sugar ordering sugar. Miller light and then you drink a Miller light. And then you say, now I'll have a Coors light. And then the next one, you said, now I'll have a bud light. What, what is this a tasting menu of diet soda?
2: What are you doing? Whatever it takes to do what, whatever it takes to do. What quench my thirst and keep my, my vocal cords lubricated properly. So
0: the diet Pepsi wasn't quenching your thirst.
2: Well, no, it was just first. It was
0: refreshing crisp, but, but why was diet Coke second? Because it was over there. So now it's based on location. See, you rich people who work for Vince McMahon, you have multiple refrigerators in your home. And so you just use the one that's nearest
2: you. No. This came from that one, but it was over there. Okay. That's I'm not conscious. like you. I don't have the goddamn refrigerators all over the place. I don't even know. How many that. refrigerators you got in that mansion? You got the one, the two, the three, then four down and then 5 by the west wing of the pool, 6 by the east wing of the pool, 7 the one right on the pool front door. You got 12 refrigerators in your house. That's a lot. Seven ice makers, seven ice makers. I
0: only have 11 refrigerators. You're lying on me again.
2: Okay. How many ice makers? to make the little pellet uh solid ice.
0: I only have 4. Okay. I have 4 ice Upstairs. makers. Upstairs. Nope.
2: What kind do you have downstairs?
0: I have the Sonic ice maker in the theater. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I thought. And out by the pool.
0: Regular Nugget ice maker. Okay. So Scotsman makes that one.
2: All right. Can I? So keep... I don't even know the brands. I think I got a Frigidaire or something in there. I don't even know.
0: If you are like most of us, you carry a balance on your credit cards, and if those cards come with high interest rates, you need my friends at LightStream. Lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at just 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. And that's exactly what they deliver. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 and there are absolutely no fees. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Just for my listeners, you can apply now and get a special interest rate discount and save even more. Now, the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash wrestle. That's L I G H T S T R E A M.com slash wrestle subject to credit approval rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a half a percent auto pay discount lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit livestream.com/wrestle for more information seriously right now if you have a credit card that carries a balance what are you waiting for hurry to livestream.com/wrestle start saving today that's livestream.com/wrestle can I keep going okay. Trish wins the hardcore title. She pins crash Holly and then loses it to Stevie Richards. After the brand extension puts her on raw, she winds up defeating jazz in a tag match to win the women's title. What's up with all these singles titles, changing hands in tag matches.
2: Nah, shit just happens. It became one of those deals that, well, we could do it. And then you over just overkill it. And then it goes away for a long time because you did too much of it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan.
0: She winds up dropping the belt to Molly Holly. And for whatever reason, it felt like they had tremendous chemistry together. We know Molly was a great performer, but what was it about her and Trish that just clicked?
2: Well, again, I think that Mo- well, I think Molly could have a great match with a broom and that's not to say that Trish was a broom. I'm just saying that you put Molly in there with somebody that wants to go and that has the talent like Trish. They did have very, very good chemistry and they had great matches together because they liked each other. And I think that their styles complemented one another, but it really helps the two individuals that you have in there to the absolute best ever in, uh, Molly and Trish.
0: Uh, I'm just curious. Are you a broom?
2: I could be, I'd, I'd probably be more difficult to work with these days than a broom. Brooke oh. can at least take a bump. I ain't taking no bumps.
0: Uh, Stratus begins a feud with uh, Victoria and also becomes an on-screen girlfriend of Jeff Hardy after uh, he saves her from an attack from Victoria and Stevie Richards. And the Victoria feud peaks at the classic Survivor Series hardcore match. Here's the write-up from the Observer: Victoria beat Trish in a hardcore match to win the women's title in seven minutes and one second. Lots of hard garbage can lid shots. They tied garbage cans to all four posts, allowing the two to get whipped into them. Stratus did some cane shots. Victoria got a bloody nose, apparently from being whipped into the steps. Lots of missed moves here, including Stratus doing one of the most messed up bulldog headlocks in pro wrestling history. Victoria pulled out a fire extinguisher and went to spray the first time. It didn't work. The second time it did. And then Victoria got the pin after a vertical suplex star in a quarter. I remember this match a lot better than Dave's review of it though. What'd you think?
2: Yeah. Cause it was good. Did it have a botched, uh, spot in it? It was terrible. Absolutely. But overall, I thought that they went out there and had a hell of a match, told a good story and it's look. To people who think, you know, guess what? Sometimes you just don't know. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, John Paul Shelnut here. My God, her services. Uh, yeah, it's all I'm gonna say about that right now. Here,
0: the on-air relationship between her and Jeff ends when he's released, and we just move on like it never happened. Uh, she wins the women's title back at WrestleMania and then drops it back at backlash to jazz. And then Eric Bischoff sets up a match between himself and Trish, which is a no DQ, if Trish wins, she gets her championship rematch. And if he wins, she has to spend a night with him. Eric wins, but Linda McMahon cancels the stipulation. Boy, this is, uh, I guess this is around the same time. Cause on, on Eric's watch, we had such creative as the, uh, hot lesbian action. Not to say it was his creative, but just saying it's what his character did. Did somebody in creative just think, boy, this is, uh, this fits Eric's persona, hot lesbian action. And Hey, if I win, you have to spend the night with me. It's like, he's a gigolo or something.
2: I'm just a gigolo And everywhere I go People know the part I'm playing Gigolo, gigolo Pay for every dance Sharing each romance Oh, what are they saying? There will come a day When I pull that Anyway, I don't know all the words, but I like I like David Lee Ross version of that best
0: Cool You gonna tell me about Eric Bischoff And trying to spend the night with Trish?
2: Well, who wouldn't? I mean,
0: this is the type of insight people are tuning in for. I really no,
2: appreciate I, it. I mean, goddamn, No. Um, yeah. Eric's Eric's character was one of a sleazy, you know, uh, entrepreneurial take any chance and do anything for any reason other than, you know, for ratings. And Eric was portrayed as a just dastardly sleazeball and uh,
0: and you're saying he's not all those things because I know him pretty well. And yeah, I
2: know him pretty well too. I think Eric's Eric's one of my you know friends that I put on that one hand. I like Eric, and I think that Eric's put a great it, guy, you, and I, wait, I love his family as well.
0: You put him on your hand. What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, when you say when you if you can if you can have friends on one hand and you can count them off, why do they okay? have to be on not your hand? Have, not that many people have real true friends. Okay, that throughout your life, through your ups, through your downs, through your middles, through your highs, through your lows, your zigs and your zags, okay, there aren't that many people that you can really go count on. And Eric's one of those people that you can count on he's one of my good friends. That's what I say. Oh, on that hand right there. You
0: just said you wanted to put him on your hand. I don't know if y'all were doing like a ventriloquist act or what that was.
2: No, he's already there. I didn't have to put it in. He's already there.
0: He's on the hand right now.
2: Right. Right. Can't you see him? I'm showing you the hand.
0: Okay. Make hey, him talk. Make him talk. Hey,
2: you're on that with that you're on that hand? Oh really? Yeah.
0: It's me and what a ragtag crew you got. Me, Eric hey, Bischoff, John crew. Paul, Shellnut, Bill Gray, and Vince
2: McMahon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I throw Scott Hay in there too. Okay. That's sorry. and then we're done. Okay. Yeah, buddy Sullivan, okay, maybe. Well you how many fingers? I gotta throw buddy. And their buddy's been through through all of it for forty plus years too. So yeah.
0: How many how many fingers are on this hand?
2: Okay, you're getting you're getting ready to go to the thumb.
0: Oh shit, I'm thumbed out. Yeah,
2: you're gonna be thumb you're gonna be the thumb or the little finger on this hand.
0: But that one's useless. You can't even do anything with that one.
2: But it's still a hand. Technically. Technically.
0: This is going well. I know when we're creating podcasts. Well, you're in a shitty it. mood. No, it's not. I'm I'm doing great. All right, let's run a timeout right now for our man Jared out in East Canton, Ohio. Jared not only listens to the show, but he also went to SaveWithConrad.com. He left us a five star review, and he had this to say: I contacted Derek last year, and after looking at my information, we decided to work on my credit a bit and try again in a few months. Derek gave me a few tips that helped increase my score to give me the best rate possible. We're able to knock nearly $200 off of my monthly payments. And I got to skip two payments. It definitely made for a better summer vacation for both me and my family. I'd recommend first family mortgage to anyone looking to refinance. Listen, here's the deal. If you're not having trouble making your house payments, you might wonder, well, I don't need this service. Here's what I want you to think about. What if we could cut years off of your loan and do it with cheaper monthly payments? We are routinely doing that for listeners just like you all across America. We're licensed in more than 40 states, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. In fact, if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. But right now, with rates as low as they are, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It really is a matter of how much. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30-year loan, you're overpaying. If you can hear my voice and you have a second mortgage, you're overpaying. If you can hear my voice and you have credit card debt, you're overpaying. Those are the facts. We can help you save money. Don't take my word for it. Go check out our reviews right now at conradreviews.com. And then hurry to savewithconrad.com. And find out how much money you can save for free. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. That's savewithconrad.com. Let's talk about how Trish and Lena are now friends and they're going to start dating Jericho and Christian. And this is where Stratus and Jericho were into each other. Hold and on it,
2: shit. Fuck me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so as
0: we were saying, Trish and Lena are now friends and they're going to start dating dating Jericho and uh, Christian. Stratus and Jericho are kind of digging each other and it somehow leads to Armageddon, which has Trish and Lita versus Jericho and Christian. And wouldn't you know it? The guys win Jericho and Christian's friendship winds up ending. And of course it leads to WrestleMania 20 with Jericho versus Christian. And of course we know Trish is going to turn on Jericho after the match and make out with Christian on stage. What a heel! I got to think I like Trish better as a heel than I did as a baby face. Even though I think most fans probably most fondly remember her as a baby. Did you have a preference?
2: Hmm. I, I think that it was a, it was a push for Trish to be a heel because she's kind of naturally a babyface in real life. And I think she enjoys being a baby face more.
0: What do you think of, um, the creative here? It feels like more often than not in this era, when it comes to the ladies, there is some relationship layer, like they're dating this guy or that guy, or there's a romantic interest with this person or that person. Why was that like a crutch for creative at that time? Do you think, is it well, just because
2: why is it a crutch to have relationships? People have relationships in real life and it's storytelling. And it's much easier to tell the story. If you're in a relationship that people can relate to that's just storytelling a crutch
0: You don't have to get hot about it.
2: Well, I do get hot about it. It's, it's because you're you're inferring that it's a cheap way to go and it is. it's just a, it's it is. it is not. It is. It's Oh, so in drama to have a fucking relationship, oh, that's a cheap way to go. Why does someone love someone? Why does why do men and women like each other? Why do some people have affection towards other people? Oh, that's a, that, that's a crutch for someone to like someone.
0: You feel better? Heels the
2: baby faces. Oh, that's a crutch.
0: I'm just saying it exists at a higher percentage of the female creative than it does for the male. I don't know why you can't see that. Can it it's probably the beca- there's dancing now. What are you talking about? Tangos drink your fucking diet Coke and come up with a little witty thing to shit on me for, and let's move on.
2: So there, there so there were no men in that relationship? That's awful sexist. You have relationships. They're relationships. Men and women can have relationships. Men and men can have relationships. Women and women can have relationships. They're relationships. That's what they are.
0: How many times if do you they're think
2: they're in real life every day? You have you are in a relationship. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are.
0: I'm in a marriage.
2: That's a relationship. Pally. Is it? Yep. Are you, Either in your mom and dad are in a relationship?
0: Not again, not, not on purpose. Yeah, hey, huh? Um,
2: was it by accident?
0: Tyson Tomco was put with Christian and Trish. What's the thinking there? I think the old school wrestling term is they need a heater. How and why does someone quote unquote need a heater? How how do you as creative decide, okay, they need somebody. What are they missing? Is it just size? Is it height? Is it a way to bring someone new along, introduce a new person, get them more on screen? What's the, what's the deciding factor for how you bring in a new person like this as a quote unquote heater.
2: I didn't, we didn't bring him in as a heater. We brought him in as, as a talent that we were looking, that we felt had a lot of potential. Uh, Tomko had a great look and had potential. The idea was to put him with people, in particular with Christian, that could teach him to work and teach him the nuances of the business and the psychology of the business by being around Christian all the time in his corner, working with him and learning all the, all the time. And that was the reason that Tomko was put with Christian.
0: Trish is going to win the women's title for the fifth time at bad blood. But unfortunately she breaks her hand afterwards and she doesn't even have the title stripped. Was it because it would screw up a, a long-term storyline or, or what's the thinking there?
2: Well, it was a different day and age and uh, a broken hand wasn't going to stop her from you know, wasn't going to be out for that long. And why strip her the title if you could still do things around it?
0: Really big moment happens here. Uh, Trish and Lita are going to main event Monday Night Raw on December 6th. The women's championship is on the line, but this is a big moment. The women have never main evented in singles action like this before a Monday Night Raw, which is very much the flagship show, not just for WWE, but all of professional wrestling at this point. Lita's going to get the win. One of the biggest moments. Maybe in women's wrestling history at that point, maybe the biggest. And Lita and Trish are booked against each other at New Year's Revolution, where Lita blows out her knee and Trish pins her to end the match quickly. This is just the worst timing ever. I mean, it feels like after that big main event, the women are ready to reach new heights and then the injury bug bites you at the worst possible time.
2: Sadness, man. Sadness. Because I think that at that time, two of the hottest talent that we had on the roster were Lita and Trish. that were getting the best reaction and the audience was really into them. So it, it was just horrible timing and you feel bad for the talent. You feel bad for everything going into it because you know, you're looking at the future and now you take 50% of that attraction away and, and it hurts.
0: Chat me up. If you had it, I mean, uh, thinking back WrestleMania was supposed to be a rematch Lita and Trish for the belt, right?
2: It's best I can remember.
0: So since Lita is injured, the pivot is to make Trish jealous over Christy Hemi's playboy spread and her exposure from it. And boy, this didn't age. Well, Trish is going to attack her and spray paint the word slut across her back. My goodness, this is, uh. Regrettable creative, but Hey, it made for TV at the time and uh different time and place, but still you would think after that attack and you know, that word being spray painted, surely she's going to win, but Trish beats her again at WrestleMania
2: <laughs> because it was the only logical thing to do. Explain. Trish was better. Trish was better. Trish was more popular and Trish had the chops to be able to maintain it and quite frankly, Chris uh, just didn't at that time. she was there was no way that she would have been able to to carry that.
0: So um sometimes people beat your ass and spray paint you and then they get away with it and beat you again.
2: It happens in real life, Conrad it does sometimes the bad guy wins. It's true. That's right. So, uh,
0: Lita's uh, husband, Kane, attacks Trish, which leads to Viscera saving Trish from him. What a combo this is. Uh, Trish is going to get hurt, and the storyline excuse is uh, it's from Viscera splashing Trish after she insulted him. In reality, she's got a herniated disc injury. She's going to be out for four months, but the women's title never gets stripped from her. At this point, is the, the female side of the in ring competitor roster so thin that you really just don't have anywhere else to go with it. So even though she can't wrestle, just keep the belt on her.
2: Well, we didn't have, we didn't have the kind of depth right on the women's side. So it, it just, uh, it's like, okay, you can strip, strip her of the championship, but then what do you have? And unfortunately we didn't have a lot of workers and, and the kind of depth and the athletes that came along later.
0: Trish is going to return for a short feud with Molina before we finally meet Mickey James, who came up with this idea of the, the whole Trish and Mickey saga.
2: Um, I don't really remember. I remember I pitched it to Mickey initially. Um, but I don't remember who came up with it specifically. It was, you know, by that time, the creative team had grown a little bit and there was a lot of pitching around tables and things like that. But, uh, I thought that it was a hell of an idea and one that was logical. It was, it was kind of off of the, oh shit. Um, roommates was that the name of the movie? Single white female. That's interesting off of that.
0: Yeah, that that's the creative, um, they go just to recap, they go from, uh, friends with overtones of a possible relationship to Mickey, eventually making a move on Trish the day after Christmas, December 26th on raw. And it's a kiss under the mistletoe. Uh, this is, um, pretty risque in this era.
2: Yeah, it was, but it was, again, it was looking at, you know, real life and, and, and this stuff happens in real life all the time.
0: Trish is going to ask for space. Mickey's going to give it to her, but of course, she's really offended. So she's going to attack her. And now we've got to build to WrestleMania. And Mickey's going to end Trish's pretty historic 448 day reign to become the new women's champion. And boy, there's a controversial moment in the match that if you know, you know. I think it's been scrubbed from uh, all the replays and the network. But. I just imagined that Mickey got a talking to when she came through the curtain after that WrestleMania match.
2: Yeah. Pretty crass and just totally inappropriate.
0: It is one of the better women's title matches up to that point though, as far as it was,
2: it was excellent. I thought Mickey's excellent. and And I,
0: I just feel like, don't get me wrong. I get that she was doing character work and she was in the mode. And I think you and I are both big fans of Mickey James as a wrestler, as a person, et cetera, et cetera. I've been fortunate enough to meet her a few times and she's great, but in that moment, she's working the character and doing her thing, but I feel like that moment sort of overshadowed the rest of the match and people don't talk about how good the match was now as a result. Right?
2: Yeah. Because unfortunately people remember the one shock and awe
0: factor more so so than the actual match.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: And you know, it's regrettable. I'm sure in hindsight, nobody would have done it, but, uh, I mean, you were looking for attention. You got not you, but Mickey was, but I just think, man, go watch the match without it. It did. I mean, it's a great match and, um, yeah, they even have a rematch at backlash and unfortunately Trish is going to legitimately dislocate her shoulder and she's going to be out for six weeks, uh, as, uh, as far as in ring competition, but she doesn't come off of TV. Because she's ratings, you know, and she wants to keep working, she wants to keep on the road and making these payoffs and paydays. But the in-ring stuff, it starts to feel like I'm not going to say she's injury-prone, but I am saying the injury bug has bit her here, and it feels like it starts to become a more common thing. And and there's probably only so much wear and tear you can put on your body like this before it does start to break down. Were you guys starting to wonder, you know? Was she a long hauler or not?
2: Well, I no, because here's the difference. I think there are there are times when people would get injuries and then they would milk those injuries to stay stay away. Uh, injuries never slowed Trish down. She wanted to be at every TV. She still wanted to be a part of everything and fought to do that. So to that, you know, you go, okay, she's injured, but man, she's still here every week. She's still fighting, wanting to be involved in doing everything that she can do physically, um, to be a part of the story. So I applaud that.
0: You know, I know something about you. I know why you listen to this podcast. You listen to this podcast because you grew up watching wrestling and you probably grew up eating sugary cereal. Lord knows I did because man, on a Saturday morning, there was nothing better than plopping down with a big bowl of uh, my favorite cereal. And turning on superstars and then checking out what was going on on those WCW syndicated shows. Saturday was all about professional wrestling and cereal. Now, here's the thing. Eventually we all sort of grow out of it. Hell, I even grew out of wrestling for a little bit, but I had to eventually give up cereal as well until Magic Spoon. You see, Magic Spoon made me realize that I don't have to necessarily give up one of my favorite snacks, one of my favorite little guilty pleasures I don't have to feel so guilty when I enjoy Magic Spoon. It's not full of sugar. It has zero grams of sugar. It has 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. In fact, Magic Spoon only has 140 calories per serving. And check this out. It's keto friendly. It's gluten free. It's grain free. It's soy free. It's low carb. And it's GMO free. But it's not taste free. You can build your own box and get a variety pack available with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Now, our old pal Double J, he's a big Frosted fan. The evil genius, Dave Silva, he loves to combine cocoa and peanut butter. It tastes just like a peanut butter cup. There's something for everybody in this variety pack. You got to try it for yourself. Go to magicspoon.com forward slash wrestle and grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code WRESTLE at checkout, and you'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next bowl of delicious, guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com WRESTLE, and use the promo code WRESTLE to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode and an awesome breakfast It's actually good for us it's magic spoon.com slash wrestle i want to mention uh she's put into an on-screen camera romance with carlito what's the thinking here did you just think hey carlito needs a little something extra and trish can get the job done
2: no the thinking was was that uh every day on the road that uh carlito would oftentimes uh go off with some of the women and go shopping.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: and, and he would go to the malls and he, he would go shopping with, with a lot of our female talent. And Carlito had a great rapport with them. And I think he had a pretty good rapport with Trish and that there was chemistry there. There was, there was just uh, chemistry there that, you you could feel and you could see, so it, it just kind of made sense. Well, let's try this; it'll help Carlito and give Trish something to do as well.
0: Out of nowhere, there starts to be speculation that Trish is going to work towards retirement. Did the injuries just start to get to her? Had, had had wrestling run its course? Had she had her fill, or was it just time to go be a real person? You know, let's get married. Let's be a mom. Let's do the family thing. Let's try new things. I mean, she grew up loving wrestling, but it does feel like she started to rack up the injuries and I don't know. I think I would probably be wondering, man, is it time to move
2: on? Yeah, I think that it's kind of a combination of all of the above. And the realization you know, from Trish, it's like, wow, I've had these injuries. This this stuff has happened to me. I want to have kids. I want to have a family. I want to do other things. And it came to the time that when you look back on her career, she had done an awful lot. She came in. She had a good run on top. She had a a good time and a good career. And I think was a very positive um, contributor to the women's side, without a doubt. And Trish, just from a backstage and locker room, to me, was a very positive influence as well. Just always had a smile on her face, um, always in a good mood. <laughs> it's like, man, um, a joy to work with. So to that, yeah, man, you kind of hate to see her go. Um, but at the same time, I think that she's looking at the rest of her life, yeah. which kudos to her and good for her realizing that and being able to walk away at that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, what's the old Mr. Perfect thing. Get in, get over, get out. Exactly. You, you, you want to leave on your terms. And I think that's so cool. I mean, even in sports, you know, sometimes we sit around and we say, man, what could have been with Barry Sanders or whatever. But when you get to walk away on your own, that's, that's pretty cool. You're not taken out on a stretcher, you know, you're not being forced yeah. out the door saying, we're not going to renew your contract. You get to have your fun, make a bunch of money, see the world, have some really cool experiences and then say, I'm ready for the next chapter.
2: And I think that she looks back on, on her career here uh, extremely fondly and, you know, still, still longs for the relationships that she made here. And the career that she made here.
0: I realized that, uh, it was a long time ago, but when you first hear the news, do you think Vince even has a tinge of God damn it? We've put all this time and money in this character and now she's gone. Or does the real life Vince take over and he's happy for the real life. Trish like good for her, man.
2: Yeah, I think he was happy. You know, first of all, there, there is always going to be a "damn it, I wish, you know, we still had her for a few more years, but it is also, Hey, good for her best of luck to her and next.
0: Yeah. Because she's done. He's not done. The beat goes on.
2: Yeah. He ain't never going to be done.
0: Never. Uh, she finishes up at unforgiven in her hometown of Toronto. Um, I don't know why. I mean, nobody cares about hometowns. What about the little girl in India? And uh, defeats lead up by the sharpshooter to regain the women's title. Wait a minute. The girl in Huntsville? What the fuck? Why'd y'all put the belt on her because she's in her fucking goofy ass hometown? This is fucking stupid. This is a global brand.
2: Hey, got to because she's in her hometown of Toronto.
0: I mean, I don't understand. Did you book the fucking building to have her win the goddamn belt on her retirement? Is that what you did?
2: Yes. That's why we built booked that building. It's the seventh. Called th- all of her friends. It's the and seventh. And all of Toronto.
0: It's the seventh and final time. She's going to be the champ. She gets a very classy goodbye from the crowd and the company, pretty fitting into a nice little six year run here for Trish Stratus, at least in my point of view, I mean, comes in as a valet first big pump, a power bomb through a table from Bubba Ray. And before you know it, man, she's having really great matches at WrestleMania, big moments with the McMahons. She had a, a cool run and in hindsight, it feels like it was longer than six years, but I think people think that about a lot of the the top acts from the WWE over the years, whether it's a guy like the rock or a guy like stone cold, they're not usually these 20 year careers. I mean, the undertaker is, is one of those exceptions and Randy Orton is one of those exceptions, but a lot of those top tier talent, man, it's a relatively short amount of time, but those memories, they make such an impression. It feels like a lot longer.
2: Yeah, it sure does, man. And even when I'm sitting here looking at it, i in my head, it was a lot, probably twice that long. Yeah.
0: Of course, life goes on. She gets married in 2006 to a fine gentleman named Ron. And, uh, you're gone with the company when Trish is inducted into the hall of fame, but obviously you saw it and you knew she deserved to be there, but. She's, uh, she's a legit pioneer for the company. Don't you think? I mean, she's one of the folks who helped move the way the women's presentation was from being. Just bra and panty matches. Don't get me wrong. She was in her fair share of those, but Hey, now we're, we're putting the women's belt in the main event on raw. That's a cool moment that people will talk about for a long, long time.
2: Yes. I think that Trish, you know, was one of the, one of those pioneers And, and there, you know, there were a few of them in there that helped get us to a place where, you know, we are today and. To that, you know, I applaud her wholeheartedly. Um, at the same time, Trish was also a, an overall talent that understood that, Hey, we're entertainment and we're going to go out and have fun and we're going to go out and play parts. And, um, this is what we do to entertain our audience. So all the way around, Trish was a well-rounded performer.
0: One of the greats for sure. She's been back for a ton of appearances and one offs, including being in the first women's Royal Rumble. Uh, she came back for a match against Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. It's got to be pretty cool for you, you know, here after all these years. You're back, and so is Trish.
2: Yes, it, it really was. And I, through the years, every once in a while, run into tr- Trish at a, uh, convention or something like that it was always just so great to see her again because it was the same smile (laughs) it was the same greeting and uh, she's just such a positive person so having her come back and everything it was a lot of fun to have that nostalgia and um that SummerSlam was where was it that in toronto
0: yeah it's almost like y'all booked the building just for her to (laughs) be Uh, If you could sum up Trish's career and impact on the business, how would you do that? Positive. Yeah.
2: In in one word, I I would say positive, uh, from the human being to what she did for the women's division and for what she did for herself. Um, Trish to me is the epitome of hard work and passion that a lot of people saw her as, is, Oh, Hey man, she's just another pretty face. Yeah that is going to get by on that. And Trish was, you know, I don't think, you know, I I don't think Trish even sees herself as a pretty face. I think that, um, Trish kind of sees herself as who she is. just a strong person that is passionate about what she does, everything that she does, whether it's wrestling and her yoga and her family and, and all, all the way down. Um, positive and and she made a lot of great contributions to the company.
0: Did you think we were really going to do this whole episode and not talk about Blue Chew? Come on, you know better than that. Blue Chew has been down with something to wrestle since the very beginning and right now it's summer. It's camping season, so let's talk about pitching some tents, fellas. Of course, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew and here's the deal, man. Confidence can take you far in life. You know, it's been said over the years that you know, women say there's nothing sexier than confidence. Well, Blue Chew can help give you the confidence where it really counts, especially when it comes time to uh, step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You'll just sign up at Bluetooth.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now, here's the best part. It's all done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office. There's no awkward conversation, and there's no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. Now, I want to mention this isn't just for guys who uh, have a problem. You're not necessarily only trying to combat forms of ED. Perhaps you just, uh, well, you want a five-star review. You're looking to make sure that people are talking about you and smiling a little extra hard the next day. This is what we're talking about, guys. You want to level up your performance. You want to put your wiener on PEDs. And we've got a special deal for our listeners right now. Try Blue Chew for free. And when you use our promo code WRESTLE at checkout, you'll just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. The promo code is WRESTLE, and you'll receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our podcast and our erections. Listen, uh, this Blue Chew package starts showing up at your house. Not only are you going to look forward to it, <clears throat> so is your wife or your girlfriend or your partner. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's free. Why not just try it? Bluechew.com. The promo code is Wrestle. Pay $5 shipping. Get your ding dong harder than ever. Thanks, Blue Chew. Let's do some fan questions. We got a ton. There's no way we can get to all of them. Do, uh, Joe Dangerously wants to know man or woman. Was there ever a wrestler that you've seen grow more as a performer than Trish?
2: Uh, Trish is, is one of those man, if not in the top five, you know, top one or two. Yeah.
0: It's pretty fascinating when you think about that too, because there's such a great list of guys who have evolved over the years, but I, I kind of agree. Trish has got to be near the top. I mean, when you first see her, you have a preconceived notion and you think, well, she's just going to be a valet, and I'm not going to name any other names. But there were a lot of other women who were really, literally, just a pretty face, and that's what they were there for. And man, she dug in and learned her craft and went from being not so great to holy shit, this is a really good match. And yeah, and that's
2: important to bring like you said. not so great. Chris. Trish was not good when she first started. No, she evolved. She got better. Yeah. but she she got she got great. Yes. And that's that's the thing about it is you look at her from where she started, it was like, okay, man, she's clueless. She doesn't know what to do here, she doesn't know what to do there. But she was coachable and she was able to apply everything that she was told, you know, practically.
0: And her perseverance really. I mean, I remember sometimes she would come out with this huge grin, but dude, she'd be covered in bruises where she had been beat up in some matches and she's still grinning, doing her thing, and that was not the era where you expected that. I mean, Usually the girls look like they were the ladies rather look like they were ready for a photo shoot and and here's Trish. Yeah, she looks great. And she's got her gear. Like she likes it and all that jazz, but she's beat up and she's still slinging that match around like nobody's business. Uh, Drew Landry wants to know was Trish and Charlotte, uh, the more recent version, of course, the women's version of Hogan rock. I never really thought about that, but they're both in Canada. It's sort of, uh, the best of what was, and maybe the best of what is, I could see that comparison. I never thought of it, but interesting question from Drew.
2: Yeah, I I could see that comparison as well.
0: Uh, Michael McClanahan says, what was your favorite storyline of Trish's to produce and why?
2: I think, you know, probably the, the stuff, and even though I didn't get to produce as much of it, what I did get to work on was the whole, Triangle with Stephanie and Hunter and Trish, that was a lot of fun. Just coming up with some of those ideas and being able to work with them. Um, was fun. Uh,
0: who primarily had their
2: fingerprints on that? Uh, that was probably, again, I think it was probably Vince and Brian Gewertz in a lot of respects. And I had, you know, a little bit here and there, but not that much other than, Hey, what if we did this? Right. Like, yeah.
0: Speaking of, Hey, what ifs Greg wants to know, did someone specifically push to have Trish and Lita main event that raw?
2: I think they deserved it. I think that their work in the story is what pushed to make that happen. It was when you look at it, well, this is interesting and never done it. Let's try it. Let's see how it does. So that's, that's them. That's on the talent at that point because they, they made it undeniable.
0: Uh Francis says whose idea was it to have uh the NFL promo with Trish and Shelton? Also, was she really <laughs> was she really naked in that promo? You don't have to answer that. But I don't remember this NFL promo with Trish I don't and Shelton.
2: Either. I'm sorry.
0: I gotta throw that in my Google machine. No, wait, maybe not. Uh Lupe Martinez says, I always felt that Trish versus Lita could have made ended a pay per view. Was that ever brought up or considered? Yeah. They did get a raw. What about a pay-per-view?
2: Yeah. I think that more than anything, injuries and timing.
0: Yeah. Uh, high rod says what was Trisha's reaction backstage after the now infamous raw tag match from O two with her and Bradshaw versus Jackie Gata and Christopher Nowinski. Uh, this is regarded as being, if you recall, uh, maybe one of the bigger stinkers
2: from the era. Oh, I, I, I don't remember. I'm Uh, sorry.
0: Lindsay said Lindsay says, does anyone ever feel like she's the one that got away, uh, she wasn't a lifer and wasn't really long for uh, around for a terribly long time, but she was one of the greatest. Do you think you could have done more to get her to stay full-time?
2: Well, the answer that, no, I don't think that we could have done anything to get her to stay full-time at that point in time. And uh, as you say would we have loved to have had her longer absolutely does it feel like she was here a lot longer absolutely you know as I said to you it felt like God oh, well, Trish was here 12 15 years wasn't she six um and made a hell of an impact in that time so kudos to her for being able to to get out on her on her terms and her timing uh good for her but had she stayed full time I think that uh we definitely would have used her and she would have been on top and probably been the catalyst even more so into the women's revolution as it was.
0: Michael says in your mind, where does Trish sit amongst all women's wrestlers of all time and same question for all time Canadian talent.
2: Um, you know that's a tough question because you're you're looking at you're looking at the pioneers like fabulous Moolah and Mae Young, and then you look at people like Wendy Richter who yep. was one that brought it you know mainstream with Cindy Lauper, and she was the choice to be along with Cindy Lauper for that ride. Sensational Sherry is at the top of that list just for being Sherry, as far as um, in ring talent and and overall. Um, you have to keep those other women in that conversation because they were the pioneers and there had been a lot of greats. And I think that for the time that Trish was in the business and when you apply that in her impact in the business, yeah, she'd definitely be in the top 10 of greatest of all time.
0: All right, listen up boys and girls. It's no surprise that Bruce and I absolutely love our dogs. Occasionally you can even hear them barking in the background. We want to keep our dogs with us for a long, long time. They really are man's best friend. Uh, my dog Ginger uh, has uh, become very quickly my best friend. She follows me everywhere I go. Usually, when I'm recording, uh, she's uh, in the back corner in a little bed that we have here in the studio. I, I can't tell you what a big part of my life Ginger has become. Now, that wasn't always the plan. You know, I sort of inherited Ginger, and she's like uh, one of those little white poodles, like a toy poodle type deal. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly, this is like out of a movie, right? But it was Megan's dog. But now very quickly, ginger and I, man, we're together and she is the official dog of something to wrestle, no matter what Bruce tells you. Uh, one thing Bruce and I both agree on though is solid gold is the only way that we should feed our pets. Solid gold is the first holistic pet food company in America started way back in 1974. And what's really cool about Solid Gold is they have a founding belief that high-quality food is the best way to impact our pet's mind, body, and spirit. And a lot of that is because 80% of the immune system is influenced by the gut. And a proper diet and making sure that we care for their digestive health is going to help them better fight environmental allergies. And I didn't realize that that was such a big deal until I started to do some research myself. And a lot of the problems I've seen my other dogs in the past have, or some of my friend's dogs have, it all came down to they were eating the wrong food. Not anymore. For over 45 years, Solid Gold has revolutionized this holistic pet food category. And now they have a recipe for literally any dog or cat's dietary needs, including, and check this out, healthy whole grain and grain-free options. They've got wet food. They've got supplements like sea meal. And, of course, everybody's favorite, the 100% human-grade bone broth for dogs. Your dog is going to go nuts for that stuff. Solid Gold Foods are different because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods, they balance with living probiotics, and they fuel with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, supporting gut health and nourishing your pet inside and out. Listen, if you love your dog... You're going to love the way Solid Gold makes your dog feel. Right now, we can even hook you up. Save 30% on select Solid Gold products at SolidGoldPet.com slash Wrestle. That's SolidGoldPet.com slash Wrestle, and you'll save 30% on select Solid Gold products. Remember, that's SolidGoldPet.com slash Wrestle. Listen, it's going to help your dog and your wallet. What are you waiting for? Go to SolidGoldPet.com slash Wrestle. And when it comes to great Canadian female wrestlers. She's got to be top three with Natty and Gail Kim, right?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, I think to me, just my opinion, those are the top three greatest female Canadian wrestlers, right?
2: I don't think that Natty's Canadian.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I was counting it. Maybe I'm counting K Fabe.
2: Well, her mother's Canadian, but she was born in the U S
0: okay. So, so it's her and Gail. Was Kim. she? I don't know. Fuck. You're the expert. I don't know. Fuck. Lenny. I mean, she's a goddamn heart. All right. Will you just let me yeah, have it? They're all from fucking Canadian. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: the the kid. Uh, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, she's a, uh, she's a scrapper. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: She's a demon. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He didn't have a boy. Uh, yeah. I mean, fucking Reynos, uh, yeah. fucking raino. Yeah. Nat yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Yeah. My fucking granddaughter. Yeah.
0: I love that you, uh, instead of going into him calling for Jim, now he's calling for Natty and you referred to yeah. her as a dame because you think that's the old timey word he would have used for ladies. Probably. It's tremendous. That was yeah. good. That was the most, that's the best thing you've done on this whole show.
2: Oh, well at least I'm alive.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, it beats the alternative.
2: This is true.
0: Lenny Bakken says "Did Trish have any backstage heat to Bruce's recollection or was she always well-liked and respected by everyone?
2: I'm not, I'm not answering any more questions from Lenny Bakken.
0: Lenny Bakken hooks you up and takes care of your millions and millions of dollars. You ought to at least answer his damn question.
2: I I know, but I do on, on uh, text all the time. would you just answer this one for the show? Why didn't he call me offline and ask me this?
0: because we're trying to help the show which is more than you're doing. That's not true. I mean at least you showed up this time.
2: Well, yeah, Even though you were late. <laughs> um, did Trish have any backstage heat? I think that Trish did have backstage heat. I think there was a little jealousy with Trish coming in.
0: Some of the other women you mean or some of the guys that hey, she's taking Actually, TV. both. Yeah.
2: You know, on both sides because she came in from conceivably outside. And now all of a sudden she's put into storylines and all these things. Well, who'd she ever beat? Um, she did. And that's again, another reason that when you look at Trish and you look at everything she did, she fought through all that. She fought through it and, and became, you know, one (laughs) with everybody in the business. So all that much more respect to her and, and, uh, and kudos to her for that.
0: So the other day, somebody tagged me on social media and said, "Hey, Conrad, do you have one of these?" And it was that old school Wrestlefest arcade game. You remember the one, dude? I can't tell you how many quarters I put into that thing back in the day. And when I was a little kid, I could never possibly imagine the idea of being able to have that sort of arcade rig set up at the house. But now you can. WrestleMania Wrestling is inspired by that early '90s arcade wrestling action. And boy, have they hit a home run with their roster. They've got both wrestling legends and the stars from today. You can get the current and reigning NWA world champion, Nick Aldis. You can get Matt Cardona and boy, has he been in the news lately or what? The face of GCW. I mean, of course my spirit animal, the blue Meanie, and his tag team partners with the blue world order there in it, but perhaps the biggest and baddest tag team of all time is inside retro mania wrestling. Talking about the road warriors, both Hawk and animal. Are playable characters here for a story mode and arcade mode, singles matches, tag team matches, six man tags, eight man tags, hell, even the Retro Rumble. Retromania is available now for everything Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Steam, and II Arcade. There's even an old school retromania themed II Arcade cabinet. Check them out at RetroManiaWrestling.com and follow them on social media at RetroSoft Studios. Seriously, I love this old school arcade action. If you're a video gamer, maybe even if you're not, and you just grew up on these old arcade games, Lord knows I did. You cannot beat the look and feel of this. As JR says, folks, it costs nothing to look. Go check them out right now, RetromaniaWrestling.com. You'll be glad you did. Let's talk, uh, before I let you go, just about some of your favorite moments or memories working with Trish, of course, you usually let me steer the ship and I'm grateful for the opportunity, but I'm sure you've got a fun Trish story up your sleeve, right?
2: Uh, you know, I, I think that the most fun that I had, uh, was the whole Trish and Mickey James scenario because it was, it was fun. And without giving too much uh, backstory, if you've ever had a stalker,
0: well, that's a random sentence.
2: Okay. Well, have you ever had a random stalker there, Connie? Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I won't make you answer that because I already know the answer. Yeah. Um, then, <laughs> then you can think, you can think of the, those moments <laughs> where your heart just kind of goes into your stomach and you're like, oh, f- no, man. And so that was fun to build. And Mickey and Trish were so into it and looking at it from all different angles that that was a, a shitload of fun, man. And, and Trish bringing her dad around uh, back in the day and, and just uh, – look, I, I think that um, when you – if you were to build a roster of, of talent that you really enjoy being around and that are fun, passionate, share the same – ideals that you do and, and, and have an open mind. Trish is, is one of those. that's kind of at the, at the top of the list.
0: Yeah, hard to argue. I, uh, I'm a big fan of all that she did. All we've ever heard is, is great complimentary things. It's, it's pretty rare that you run across somebody who seems to be so universally loved in professional wrestling, but it does feel like that's where Trish is right now. Uh, where we are right now is the end of the show, but before we wrap up, I do want to ask, was there ever any consideration to, to pairing her on screen with a quote unquote top guy, you know, a Steve Austin, a rock, a John Cena, you know, uh, something like that.
2: Well, I mean, she was paired with Vince and she was paired with Hunter. So, I mean, they don't get more top than that. Um, for a long term, I think the money was more in Trish being a competitor. And and doing what she did.
0: Well, what she did is make wrestling history. And, uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed our, um, I guess this is the culmination of maybe four or five times she's been scheduled on the show, but something happened and and we weren't able to record, but it's finally happened. And next week it's finally going to happen. We're going to let you be in the hot seat. Ask Bruce, anything It's coming up next week. If you'd like to ask Bruce a question, find us on social media at Pritchard show. Uh, that's where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we also want to mention that uh, we've got a YouTube channel, which is the best possible way to introduce your friends who are uh, wrestling fans to our show. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash something to wrestle. Next week, it's Ask Bruce Anything. If you've got a question, one more time, mention it on Twitter at Pritchard Show. Farouk will be our show on August 13th, and we'll talk about SummerSlam 2001 on August 20th. And we'll wrap up the month of August on August 27th. When we talk about all things SummerSlam 2006, it's going to be a fun August here at something to wrestle, dude.
2: I'm looking forward to it
0: real quick before we uh, get out of here. Today's my mom's birthday. Do you want to sing? Happy birthday
2: to my mom. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Miss Deborah. Remember that night 20, wait, 40 years ago. When to had, you.
0: When you had me. Hey, um we uh we couldn't record last week because you had some uh emergencies, one of which was a situation with uh the the second runner up for the something to wrestle dog contest that we had.
2: It is the uh official something to wrestle with uh Bruce Pritchard dog, Dodger Pritchard.
0: And, uh, I just wanted to briefly get an update, see how things were looking for uh, Roger Dodger.
2: Well, the Dodge man is, is hanging in there and he's old like me and he's got a pretty bad heart. Worse than mine. Um, but you know what? He's hanging in there and we're doing all that we can to make sure that he's happy, comfortable and, uh, and doing all right. And, uh, our guy, this is a horrible, funny story to tell you. Okay, so um, my, my wife's, okay, so my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, um, is also very sick. My wife had to go to, to Texas to be by her side while she had some procedures and they're trying to figure out what's going on with her. And at the same time, uh, my dog, I'm home here with my daughter alone. And the dog is, is having a really, 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 really bad night. Didn't sleep I'm up with him Had take him to the emergency vet and then the regular vet and then to the heart doctor vet. And at the same time, it's the same day that my wife is in Texas with her mom and she's going through some procedures with her heart that they then found out it was a liver and she was anyway from place to place. And so I haven't, I hadn't slept. And at this point, like two and a half, three days, maybe. And I'm talking to my wife and I'm trying to find out, you know, how everything went with her mom and we're talking and going on. And at some point I just stopped and I said, are we talking about your mom or the dog right now? Because they have the exact same <laughs> they have the exact same shit going on with them.
0: Are you still married? I am, but probably just barely, but,
2: but it gets confusing. One I, I'm not going to say that I'm going to say, but anyway,
0: I got to tell not you, um, puppy in the world when we were supposed to record last week, uh, Dave green, who helps us sell some commercials on our show. He was with us in town. We did some brainstorming on some projects we got coming up and I was laying out exactly what was going on. And I shared that story. You told me about, he had some fluid around his heart. He had some fluid around his lungs and uh his, his liver, liver's his all liver is all messed up and dave green being ever the salesman said that that digestive system's perfect thanks to solid gold though isn't it <laughs> uh,
2: okay okay I I don't even know if they're a sponsor this week. They are. That's one of the things for the bone marrow thing that is helping him. It just. I know we shouldn't make claims. I'm just telling you from from that standpoint (laughs) and from his standpoint. Yeah, yeah. It. Thank God.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. Send me
2: more
1: shit.
0: Oh, what an endorsement from this dog is fucking tore up head to tail, buddy. All his digestive shit is perfect.
2: Yeah. I know. Maybe maybe I should send some to my mother-in-law.
0: Okay. All right. You're going to get divorced. You're going to fuck around and get divorced. You think you got problems. Now you wait till you got heat at the office and at home she's
2: coming up here next week, wait a minute. Oh yeah.
0: Hang on. Hang on. You're not saying Stephanie Pritchard, your lovely wife of many, many years is coming home. You're saying your mother-in-law, she's
2: bringing bringing someone with her.
0: Wait a minute. Your mother-in-law's moving into your house.
2: No, 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 no. no.
0: She's going to forward her mail and live there. And my cousin Vinnie's no. gonna cook her breakfast every no. day. No. Have you started? A, you moved no. to Connecticut and started a hostel.
2: If you know what it feels like, it right now, <laughs> quite frankly, but uh, yeah.
0: You just here's a pro tip: you still have your room here. You know, the brother I
2: got. Re, I heard it got redone.
0: It didn't. Mor- Morgan uh, did a dusty finish. Ah. So she's going to finish her senior year in Charlotte. So ah. the Brother Love Suite is
2: available. Okay. Well, you never know. You may come home from work and go, Who ate all my special popcorn? Well, why are there wings and turkey, turkey <laughs> <press> in here? <laughs> and why in the hell is there Diet Pepsi in the fridge? Next to the Diet Coke.
0: Right you, next you, to it. You gotta pick a side. Are you drinking both because you're trying to keep sponsorship opportunities alive?
2: Yeah, I keep every uh, every everything open. I drink Nestle Pure Life, I drink uh uh Fiji, I'll drink smart whatever. I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning.
0: So you're gonna get you're gonna try to convince I to uh,
2: be free. So now Nighty. that now that
0: your mother in law is going to live with you, when when you make Visit. her when you have Vinnie make her a plate of food since he yeah. lives there too now, you're going to have him dump. Got it, a restaurant. You're going to have him dump a little bit of that, maybe a full, that human grade bone broth for dogs.
2: You know it. To no. keep her hips moving and keep her digestive system flowing, you're
0: going to keep her fit, get her fixed right up. You know boys and girls. I don't know what we did, but I hope it was entertaining for you. It was for me. I love that. Bruce is now, uh, in, in Connecticut Hill with, uh, he moved up there with four of them and now there's 32 people living in the house. So,
2: and I only know a couple of them
0: stay tuned for next week. You can ask Bruce anything like, I don't know, what's it like to live with his mother-in-law who is Vinny and why is he squatting at the house now? Maybe what Kane's up to.
2: Uh, his is Charlie Charlie. Yeah. She's with him down in, uh, they're, they're down in the, in the river right now.
0: Charlie is his boyfriend, girlfriend. No,
2: his blue hair, girlfriend.
0: I'm not judging. I'm just asking And by the way, why does, well, I'm it just have, telling. why does it have to be blue hair? Are you trying to show off?
2: No, she's got blue hair. Sometimes
0: I'm colorblind though. And I feel like that's showing off. It would be like, if you lost a hand and I'm over here waving all the time, that wouldn't be nice. What? See,
2: no, can't see.
0: Can you see a, a fun way to end this show? Cause we're just, we're like in a shtick coma right now. We're in a vortex.
2: Spend my days working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Have you listened to anything, You know, Egypt? my baby's got me wrapped around her little finger, and you know that I will walk through hell and back to be with her. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Hi.
0: Have you listened to any Jeff Jarrett podcast yet?
2: I have not. <laughs> I <I'm>, come on. <laughs> what the fuck? You can listen to him on the ride to work. Okay. I, I will give you I, I will I will I will talk about things going on right now, right now for just this quick 30 seconds. I, I produced a show recently that was emanating from two different places. So I'm trying to watch, uh, the production of one-on-one monitor and the production of another on the other monitor. I haven't even seen that show in its entirety yet. So, so what, is one- it, so <laughs> what, is that, what does that have to do with you? I Jeff's podcast?
0: You, you like Jeff though. And by the way, when you were naming friends earlier, you didn't put him on your hand.
2: Well, yeah, he's not on the hand.
0: Oh. Wait, you just said you just did a ventriloquist thing. I saw your lips move, but I didn't hear what you said.
2: I said I love Jeff.
0: Oh. I don't know about that. He ain't on the hand. Is Jr on the hand?
2: Did I mention JR?
0: Shivani on the hand. Did I mention him? Is Silva on the hand? No. Is Matt Coon on the hand? Silva's
2: not even on the Silva's not even on the body.
0: What about Casio? Is Casio on the hand?
2: I like Casio. Does
0: he get a toe or something? No. Okay.
2: I guess we'll- do I what? like them all. I mean, yeah, not kung, but-
0: <clears throat> Nobody likes him. Did you know that Silva shit on my floor?
2: Tell me about this. How did he shit on your floor?
0: I guess out of his butt. Did he just
2: miss or what?
0: That's what I don't understand. You see- both Cassio and Silva asked if they could go swimming in my pool while I was out of town over the 4th of July.
2: Is that not just weird?
0: Well, so I believe Cassio came on the 4th and he left his pineapple trunks out by the pool, which definitely means he's a swinger. And there was a pizza box for a cauliflower pizza, which, you know, had to be Judy's because she's gluten free. And then when we came home, uh, the Silva's came the next day, the 5th, and when we came home on like the 11th, someone had taken a shit six inches shy of the toilet on the floor,
2: like a hole,
0: like a, di- like a diarrhea shit. And they just left it.
2: That sounds like a Silva.
0: So as me see, that's what I said, but here's the thing. I assume for it to come out of Silva, it's gotta be a log son. This was not. So. No,
2: man. I could no, I could see him having the runs, the squirts. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So uh, of all the people you could you have think, cameras in there? Of course. Not in the bathroom.
2: Well, you, yeah, look. Well, he you should maybe you should invest. You want me to watch you take a shit? Not
0: me. did he take a shit on the floor in my bathroom? He took a shit on the floor in Flair's bathroom.
2: Uh, who cares? Well, that's the one right off the pool. Yeah. But I don't, I, I just go over the cliff, but here's I do the, it in the planner.
0: Here's the spoiler though. What do all yeah. of the toilets downstairs have a butt washer? Why would you not just use that? <laughs> it would do it all for you. I got to get new friends. Hashtag yeah, Conrad needs a new friend. I'm going to be taking applications soon, but me and Shivani, we're trying to get to the bottom of it.
2: Well, you have to, but you have to have proof that they're potty trained or bidet trained.
0: So listen, some of my friends, they have to show their vaccination papers before they come over. I'm am I going to have to get like a letter from their mom. Like when you would go on a field trip when you were in third grade.
2: Yeah, no, I, I would just ban Silva indefinitely. I could do that. Yeah. That makes most sense to me, but you don't think it was, I mean, I here? go in the toilet and then I sit there and let it wash my butt for about oh, 45 minutes. Oh,
0: I know you, you're, you're a 45 minute shitter.
2: My daughter's waving goodbye to me. She's leaving me. So t- t- she's yes. I'm doing a podcast right now. Amber, tell her to bring Vinny over. I want to see Vinny. Hi, hey. hey, show me your your. your I my hair show, pink. pink care. I'm Isn't
0: color I'm color Where's Vinny?
2: Yeah, we're talking about Vinny on the show, so a lot. Gone. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Good thing. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, of course, Amber. I haven't mentioned Sunset Grill once either, though.
1: Oh God! Okay, definitely. okay.
2: You have all the, oh, the good animals in here. Okay, good. i sure locked
1: up. will leave this door open and that door
2: open. Okay, he's fine. Leave okay. him here. Dodger stay. Bye. See,
0: Amber's so nice to me.
2: She's nice to me too.
0: Does she know about Let silver much I... shooting on my floor yet?
2: No, I'll tell her.
0: You should tell her.
2: I'll tell. Her. Yeah. So yeah, you need yeah. So you'll you'll need some kind of verification, and you also need take a deposit too.
0: You know, here's what Shivani said. Shivani said I should line up everybody who was here that weekend, have them all take a shit on the floor and then see which shit most resembles the original shit. And then we'll get to the bottom of hashtag who dung it. Okay. I don't like that plan. There shouldn't be more. We don't need additional shits on the floor.
2: Well, then just have them do it outside. Outside on where the driveway at your the ha- driveway, oh, no. so you wash it away down the hill.
0: Do you know how annoyed Clint from Hershey would be if he came over here and there were six? Oh my shifts? God!
2: Well, I know how annoyed you'd be because you'd have to take three of your damn golf carts to get to the end of the driveway. But um, why are you like that? I, I'm talking about the south driveway, the one that that goes downhill.
0: I don't even have a golf cart here anymore. Oh my God! How do you survive?
2: For the golf carts,
0: uh, I took them to the lake house.
2: Of course a lot more land to cover down there. Huh?
0: Yeah. You gotta be hauling those drinks back and forth. That's a long way.
2: Yeah. Fuck that.
0: No, but all right. We're still talking. I mean, do you got anything to contribute about professional wrestling?
2: No, I don't do professional wrestling.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You do uh sports entertainment. Yeah. Uh, scale of one to 10. How excited are you about the, uh, the summer of Cena? very uh, if you have been living under a rock, John Cena is back. Uh, he was on Monday night raw. He was on uh, SmackDown and he's even making live events. So, uh, this could be, uh, one of the swan songs for Mr. Cena. So if you or your kids are itching to see him make it happen this summer, daddy. Cause it's the summer of Cena.
2: And it's the end of us.
0: This is our last episode well, this week.
2: Yes, we'll be back next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right here on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard.
2: rock on.
0: It's a fact that a child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Sadly, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke And many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car unintentionally leaving a child in a car is a tragedy and it can happen to anyone. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat to help you remember that your child is still in the car. If your partner or caregiver is taking your child to daycare, check with them or the childcare staff to make sure that the child was dropped off. And when you've arrived at your destination, always check to make sure the car is empty. Heat stroke deaths are preventable when adults take the proper precautions. Be safe and always look for your baby before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. Get your something to wrestle gear at
1: brucepritchard.com and check out boxagimmicks.com, the official something to wrestle store where you can find gimmicks for yourself or the fan in your life. New items added weekly.
0: Save with Conrad.com makes saving money fast and easy. Just ask Lindsey in Wisconsin. He left us a five-star review and said, super easy refi, probably easier than when we did this four years ago with a local credit union. Find out how easy it is right now yourself at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And oh yeah, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket at savewithconrad.com.